Hello and welcome to the Trash Mobcast. It's a video game podcast with your friends. I'm Brandon the Bard, and tonight I am joined by, as always, our friend John Smurf. Mm. Small now, blue it's John, individual. It's, it's John the Fool this week. Ooh, I spent $35 on a fucking magic card, and I feel Ooh. very ashamed about it. Don't be ashamed. Mostly That's because I was like, I was like, damn, this elf boy's hot, and I want this card, and then I bought it. <laughs> okay, so it's, a, it's, a, it doesn't, it's not even like a strong card. It's just like, I am a fan oh, of this picture. No. Oh, no. It is the most broken-ass motherfucking card on the planet, and like literally everyone fucking hates it so goddamn much. I want to make this? sure I say the, the right name. Yeah, let's get this. I want to see. So, I'm going to Google I keep... this. Oh, I'll send it to you. Okay. I got you. My my hot elf boyfriend. <laughs> okay. I love it. Fucking re- ah. Come on, Discord. <laughs> just four different <laughs> program names. Oh, there it is. I got it. I just got a million right. applications open right now. Okay, so this is... Oko, Thief of Crowns. Oh, yeah. So good. He's like the oh, most broken-ass magic card ever. He's got no shirt. Uh, he's got oh, no. uh, definitely a crown, it looks like. Oh, oh, yeah. Absolutely stolen. The, the legendary planeswalker. Uh, there's a leaf oh, yeah. pl- placed delicately upon his, <laughs> his ashen-skinned, uh, uh, chiseled abs as he's looking at a oh, dagger yeah. that he's balancing delicately but deadly between his fingers. Betwixt so his fingers. So it's funny. This card is like banned in like every format ever, except for the one format I'm going to use it in. So I'm totally fine with it. But also it cost me $35, which is fucking stupid. Why did it cost you that? Because I am a fool. That is why. I bought. Well, it I mean, card someone Kingdom. charged you Shadow that. Shadow Card Kingdom. Oh yeah, Card Kingdom. They absolutely, I love them. I buy so much shit from them. And yeah. I'm also buying two boxes of Innistrad tomorrow, which I am super stoked about. Well, good. Yeah, All so right. it's going to be great. I was- I just blew up the picture, and yeah, it's a pretty, pretty handsome individual. Oh, I got a full, I got the full art. If you want to see it, <laughs> no, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this uh, Oko can create food, a food token. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that means. He, he can also turn things into elks, which is real shitty. Wow, uh, loses all abilities, and becomes an elk creature. Oh yeah, wow, which is like super annoying. Uh, because you can use it to like fuck with people's boards, but you can also do it use it to like fuck with your own thing. You can also I turn can the see... food tokens into elks. Huh. I could see randomly becoming an elk being the most inconvenient thing in the world. Like imagine uh, exactly. being in being in your new shower and uh all of a sudden you're an elk. <laughs> I'll just ruin everything. <laughs> just oh no. <laughs> like just I don't know why just, I'm, I'm thinking of Sven from Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> just driving your car somewhere, you just turn into an elk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're just trying to get ready for work and everybody else is asleep and you just destroy your closet. Oh, um so this is a video game podcast. Uh, we we have already started talking about some nerdy stuff, which I enjoy. Um, oh, well, you know. Uh, yeah, and our, our lives are definitely pretty nerdy, I'd say. For I'm uh, pretty sure I'm looking at the room you are in right now, and there is more nerdy shit around you. Yeah, I like to surround myself with what makes me feel good, and I guess that's nerdy stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, you can't really see all of mine. It is kind of embarrassing sometimes when I have uh, work meetings and people can see all this shit behind me. And then people think like, I remember one guy was like, oh yeah, you got all those like figurines and stuff. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I got Funko Pops. And I was like, oh. That's nerd light. (laughs) Funko Pops ain't shit. Yeah. I've got a couple, but uh, I had, I was a very early adopter of Loot Crate. And um, yeah. So I got a Funko Pop from that. I got like the Han Solo from Force Awakens before the movie yeah. came out. Actually, it was whenever it was just the Chewy World trailer. Um, yeah, and then um, I got the one with Luke Skywalker from Force Awakens before there were any figures available on the market, and I had to have yeah. like an old man Luke on my shelf somewhere. So I got a Funko Pop. And this is the only two I got. And Luke is a bobblehead, I think, but Han Solo yeah. is. I, have, I guess they were they all bobbleheads and then none of them are now or how does that is it the opposite? I don't know. Some of them are and some of them aren't. And I don't really know like what makes them bobbleheads and what doesn't like. So I Spring got the next, some definitely. of the 
some of the destiny ones, mm-hmm. uh, my friends, like mom gave me for Christmas one year. Um, I think I have Shaxx and Cade six. Um, I have one of the original like halo pops, which actually looked really cool. Hmm. And I, I like that one a lot. And I think I have another one somewhere around the house of Finn from star Wars. Cause someone yeah. gave it to me. Cause it was like this limited crazy exclusive one. And then after that, I was like, I don't need these in my life anymore. They're, I also got like completely burned out on the idea of pops by working yeah. at the shop. Like pop shop. People are so crazy about those things. Holy Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like people used to get mad at me because the paint lines would be fucked up. And I'm like, I have no control over these <laughs> tiny plastic figurines and their paint lines. These things also, go this from thing, like concept phase to in your house in like a week, it seems like. Like also, the, it's, they can turn them around so fast. But also the thing is the price on them is really not that high. So you can't really get that mad about the quality of them. Like they cost yeah. 10 bucks and you know, you're getting 10 bucks worth of vinyl plastic. Yeah. It's you not, know, they're not great. If you spent like $500 on some bloodborne statue and the, the <laughs> mask was colored like fuchsia, then maybe I'll understand why you're a little mad about it. But you know, I have like a large selection of Star Wars Black Series like six inch figures, and yeah, the only one that I have that's kind of janky is actually when they finally ended up releasing Old Man Luke Skywalker, and his yeah. eyes are so like painted wrong. And I saw it in the store because I, I caught it in the wild, and I was like, oh, I want this one extra bad now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm gonna have to post a picture of it on our social media. I think that's one of the ones that I posted a picture, like a weird little reaction of it. Uh, and yeah. I think Mark Hamill liked that one because he's like, he's liked that one and a tweet that I did where I took my nephew to his first movie ever, and it was Force Awakens. And he's like yeah. super kid excited standing next to a, a, a big giant Darth Vader stand up thing. Mark Hamill's like, sure, I'll give this weirdo a like. I feel like Mark Hamill is just like about like making the world a better place. And I yeah. super love it. Like literally yeah, he's like all an of... avatar of joy. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, I'm going to go on Twitter for like four hours and just make someone's entire fucking week by liking their tweet and telling them they're cool. You know, you talking about it in terms of time makes me feel like, and I'm sure this is like definitely a job for a lot of people, but I feel like he actually has to clock in somewhere and get paid for it with how, like how involved he is. I think that Mark Hamill is beyond money at this point. I don't think there's, I don't think he like gets a paycheck and thinks about it at this point. I think he just has so much money that he just exists and he's like, oh, I need to get this thing. He just has it. There's no he way in hell. Do he kind of exactly about- what he wants. Like, you don't think he's like, I can't wait for payday. Like, I, I think know. he's beyond that at this point. I don't know. I'm so like, like just jaded about everything, <laughs> especially like in Hollywood. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's all just, just a, a facade. And, you know, I don't know. I, I saw <laughs> that's, a that's nap time depressed. Brandon. <laughs> I was, I was watching a, a video uh, interviewing someone who was talking about like, um, it was, on, I think it was on Steve-O's Wild Ride. I love that show so much because Steve-O is incredible. Mm-hmm. But he was talking to someone about um, like money and finances. And he was saying like, oh, you know, I heard that you like got, went broke. And he was like, oh, yeah, I totally like went fucking broke because you just don't realize how much money you have because you don't deal with finances because some other people do. And right. they're the people who like figure out all your shit. And you just have to call them one day and they'll just be like, hey, you have no money anymore. You're like, what the fuck? Cause oh, just, better like, do a, better do a trick. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh man, like that's I'm so glued to like my finances. I would be like, I don't even know how you'd be able to do that. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent not. My wife kind of handles all of it, but um, I we have a pretty good system where I'm like, hey, I'm gonna do this thing, and then it's an open ended like wait for approval or not. <laughs> but i'm usually pretty much like uh i don't know i I don't think i I live too far beyond my means i buy like i just buy video game shit honestly and then that's kind of it yeah so i mean it's not like i'm it's not like i'm hard to to keep in it's not like i'm buying like gucci gucci shoes or whatever i don't know what people buy (laughs) but yeah 
Brittany just has gotten to the point where she just doesn't even like think about it because I'm just like, I'm John Smithing it. And she's like, I don't even want to know. I don't want to know. Cause I'm, and cause I'll talk to her and I'll be like, it, it originally cost like $500, but now it's only like a hundred bucks because I did this, 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 this. And she's like, I don't, I don't, I want nothing to do with it, John. As long as everything's fine. That's just leave me alone. I'm like, I trust okay. your judgment. Quit being weird. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. She's um, like, are we living in this house and nothing's falling apart? I'm like, no. Like, okay. We'll get by. <laughs> uh, let's get into some video game topics 11, 12 minutes into this show. Um, yes. So uh, to be uh, to be honest, I'm kind of uh, unprepared uh, as uh, unusual, I guess, for this show. But uh, John's going to be taking the wheel, much like Jesus uh, for this episode. So tell, uh, <laughs> l- l- let the information pour over me, John. What's going on this week in video games? Uh, well, um, I've been a little bit out of the out of the video game stuff as well. I did watch by fast forwarding really quickly the PlayStation uh reveals. Okay. Uh, I I really wanted to like see some more from them. Uh I feel like they mostly just released a lot of like what you'd expect. Like they're yeah, like, I oh, think that's a very War, PlayStation here's... thing at this point. Yeah. Um but I just like really wasn't like completely blown away. Uh, like the only thing that I was really excited about from the whole announcement was God of War. Right. And like I was already excited about that. Um, I, I really wish that Sony, uh, had come down a little bit more on the, um, uh, the backwards compatible stuff with like, they said that God of War is going to be, I think it's like upgrade is like 10 bucks. If you want to get to the, uh, the PS five version from PS four, and then Horizon Zero, well, Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever the hell the new game's called. Horizon uh, Forbidden West. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. Uh, that one's going <laughs> to be free upgrade. Completely uh, free? I gonna... thought it was a $10 upgrade. Nope. That one will be completely free because they originally promised that it would. Ah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So because they promised it would be, people were really pissed about it. Um, I did see some leaks about there being potential uh, PS4 for ps5 games so sony games coming out on either epic or steam soon so those are that's floating around right now uh, there's not a lot in news um i was talking to you about this before it's mostly like updates on what's going on with like activision also the epic versus apple lawsuit resolved so there's been some discussions about how that the resolutions went through uh so nothing super crazy battlefield got delayed which is a big bummer but you know, it's also not like the worst. It's, like this holiday is not really like cram packed with stuff, except for two dance. Well, three shooters are coming out at the same time, which is like, oh, oh god, god. yeah, it's gonna be rough. And it's like breakout shooters. It's like the big Halo, a big Battlefield, and you know what? I'm gonna say it. I think Call of Duty is dumb. Going back to like World War II stuff, I'm just not about it. Like they could have made another Advanced Warfare, and I'd have been like super stoked. But they're like, nah, we're going to go back to World War II because we're going to be boring. It's like, okay, I guess I'll go download Call of Duty uh, 2 on my Xbox and just play that and pretend that's the same game. Right. <laughs> okay, so we can break we can break down some of that. Um, I think the first thing they announced at that PlayStation thing was uh, Kotar, dog. Kotar. Oh, yeah, I don't care. I don't care at all. Okay, why? Did you not play Kotar? No, I love Kotar, but there's just nothing exciting anymore for me. And I I know the whole story. I've played it like three times. So it's like, same. What, what am I going to get out of a new version of it that I don't already know? I don't want to like, obviously blow it up for anybody, but like, yeah, we were of an age that I think, uh, uh, Kotar might've been like the first, um, you know, blow your mind style of reveal in a video game for a lot of yeah. us. Well, here's the other thing is that, you know, I don't want, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but I'm super against remakes. Like I just, uh, I just feel like, minds. go ahead. I, I just feel like, I, I don't know. I've already said this on the podcast before, but I just want, I would, I would rather they do a small remaster of KOTOR like maybe do a small graphical overhaul, release it on the consoles, kind of like what they did with Final Fantasy VII, and then just make Code R three. Yeah, just make a new game. 
So just to clarify, this is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. We've just been calling it Kotar, uh, in case yeah. you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, um, apologies. Oh, you're good. Uh, these are nerds. I'm sure they know what we what we. Meant. Oh yeah, um, but you know, I even like get mad at myself whenever I call stuff like that. So I. No, but, well, well, we clarified it. No worries. Um, I I know what you mean. I guess to me, it depends on how deep of a remake they're going to make. Final Fantasy VII remake was worthy of the art that they put into it. Uh, it is yeah. completely transformative. It is a different game with a blueprint from an old game. Um, so yeah, like, but I'm cool with that. There was a huge break from when you played Final Fantasy VII to the Final Fantasy remake. And I know right. they like ported it a couple times, but like, it just it just doesn't feel the same. As like Knights of the Old Republic does, like yeah, you know, there's definitely people that are of an age that this will be like, oh man, I was a little kid and this is like my jam, and I don't want to be like, wow, that's terrible, like this is a bad, like I think this is really cool and I think it's gonna be really fun. I just want to see like new things I understand. being done. I want to see what they do with the property that's not just going back and making that game again. Yeah, for sure. And the other thing is that you run the risk that, you know, what happened with the Final Fantasy remake, you know, everyone immediately assumed that it was going to be bad. Like it wasn't going to measure up to what Final Fantasy VII was. Mm -hmm. And I still even see some people that are like, I don't know if I liked it as much as Final Fantasy VII. No, I can suck it. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm like, I, very hard opinionated about this one. Go fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I agree that. Final Fantasy was incredibly well done. I just don't think that every single company is going to do that. And yeah. I, as as good as I believe it's Aspire is making it. I was going to say, yeah, it's not Bioware. It's not, it's not um, the other people. It's not EA. It is, uh, it is a third party doing it. So yeah. hopefully it's people that are like very passionate about the thing. And like, it's just like, man, I'm going to do a Star Wars rant right now. It's just like it, give it to people who give a shit, you know. Like, if, well, that's like hold do on. something. But that's, but that's where I'll argue with you and say and agree with you. Yes, give them that thing and let them make a new one of it. I'm hoping they will. They might. That, but I would rather they make a new one of it instead of remake the old one. Like, you know what they're doing? They're remaking this to see if the property has interest, and then they'll make another one. Because yeah. what they'll do is they'll remake one, they'll remake two, and then they'll make a third one. Which makes sense, especially since two was never like fully finished. Like, they had to cut a bunch of content. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think in, I listened to a podcast about that a long time ago at this point, but... Yeah, so more than likely, then, like, I never played two. Because I had heard that they had, like, rushed it to market, and it was busted, and it was missing a whole bunch of content. So I never played it. Yeah. And maybe that's how I play too. But I just, they just go back to the well so often. Mm -hmm. Like when I said this when the PS5 and the Xbox came out, it was like, and even like the Xbox three, uh, Xbox one and PS4 had the same problem. It's like, oh, I've got my new console and all the games are all the games I can play on my other console. Yeah. The Grand Theft Auto five of it all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I just want like I want that kill zone. I want the the like the those badass console exclusives that just knock you off your fucking socks. Yeah. I'm that okay just... with them transforming a beloved property into that, which I mean, the excitement that I will feel for this will be exactly how transformative it is. So, yeah. I'm I'm like uh I guess to wrap up my feelings about it. I loved the original game. I've tried to play it recently and it is clunky as shit and I can't do it. And I will be judging it, I guess, as I see more about it. And I'm probably going to play it. I'm sort of a, I mean, yeah, I might, if I have time, I'll play it. And um, I'll just leave it up to the game to see if it's good or not. And And hopefully if these guys do a good job, we will get like, other fun stuff star wars yeah. the brand itself is is angling more towards the old republic with their new like uh they just basically released like a whole comic and uh uh 
literary universe that's based in that time period for Star Wars. So maybe they're um, maybe they're just treading ground for that kind of stuff to happen. But we'll see. So did you read any of the expanded Star Wars books before they nuked oh, everything? God. Of course, man. I read so many young okay. Jedi Academy books with Jason and Janna Solo and like uh, Lobaka. Uh, uh, so what do you, do you think that they, they did that specifically so they could do these new novels and new, like essentially reset the whole timeline so they could go back and make all this like new content, essentially kind of welcome to trash mob guys. This is a podcast about star Wars. Um, so the, they, their original plan with doing that is, uh, because loosely all of the legends material, which is what it became, uh, whenever they lost their canon. Um, it became legends. So they, because before that, all of it was considered loosely canon. Um, they didn't want to be beholden to lore that they didn't like, they wanted to be able to, and they've cho- they've, they've done this. Um, they wanted to be able to cherry pick what they like and, uh, disregard what they don't, uh, with all of the expanded lore and stuff. Um, yeah. so far that like the, there's a, a trilogy of books called the Thrawn trilogy. Um, that is like it was very highly regarded uh you know fans and critics liked them critics you know for star wars uh it's you know fantasy sci-fi so like it's gonna have its own flavor of like critical acclaim but um uh they even took that same author and said hey uh we want you to redo that but in a different time like a a, a different timeline we just want a different spin on it uh with the, okay. the new like Thrawn book. Uh, Timothy Zahn is that guy's name. But uh, so yeah, so like that's kind of what they're doing. And uh, like they even still release like Legends books. Um, oh, okay. So like they kept like contracts with people and they're like, hey, you wrote all these books. I know you want to keep the series going, but it's going to be Legends now. And it's not definitely a lot official. of stuff was slash and burned, but there there have been Legends material after uh, after it. Uh, but that's yeah, kind so of nice, that's. Though. Yeah, and I mean, like, like uh, the what's that? Uh, the uh, it's the Star Wars game with um, Star Killer in it. What is his? Uh, oh my Sam, god! Sam, Sam, uh, Sam, Sam, Fisher, not him. <laughs> uh, Sam Witwer, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sam Fisher <laughs> as Star Killer. Just Michael Ironside just being like hard bitten like spy, but anyway, no, um, uh, that was like straight up considered canon, uh, and so yeah. was like um some of the some of the video games like um Jedi Academy with Kyle Katarn, like he had the or, originally like his story was the Rogue One story where he had the Death Star information and stuff, and yeah. that was like facts like Star Wars canon, um, but yeah, so all that was changed, and where were we even going with this? You got I'm me on a talking, Star Wars thing. I know. I know everything I about Star Wars. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I, uh, I loved the Force Awakened games. Those yeah. Force Unleashed. I'm sorry, Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Yes, same. Yeah, I also loved. Holy them. shit, those games were so incredible. Uh, I also loved to move into the next subject, the Wolverine game. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, dude. I, I'm a very big. Uh, I, I guess I'm just gonna nerdgasm all over this whole episode, but big fan of Wolverine. Um definitely favorite Did of the, you play, of the x-men uh, the wolf i think it was wolverine damn what was it called hold on origins yes no hold on i'm gonna look it up right now we might need to edit this oh yeah it was it was wolverine uh origins i think <laughs> i'm so smart oh uh, yeah was it i'm so yeah, smart X-Men origins wolverine. i'm keeping all this in <laughs> god damn it um yeah like i i played the shit out of it uh, i loved the like the gameplay felt really cool uh and it was made by blizzard wasn't it uh yeah i think so i don't know i played that game like crazy uh i rented it from i borrowed it from gamestop because we could borrow games we had a pre-owned one so i took it home and played it yeah and i did not stop playing it till i fucking crushed that game they had uh that was like superhero games especially at that point were really fun uh, with yeah. like now what would be DLC or what would be like uh, microtransactions. 
Like back in that in those times, in those olden times, you could just back unlock in the dark so many microtransaction times. You could you could unlock so many different costumes and stuff for like that game and like the Spider-Man games and stuff. It was so much yeah. fun. Like just that was my that was the end game is just un- unlocking all that shit. And I remember there was a, a weird like a weirdly easy to find Easter egg in that Wolverine game where you just like walk around a corner and then there's Frostmourne, I think it's called uh, Arthas's yeah. sword just like planted in the ground in like this dumb warehouse. <laughs> My yeah, question, like, go ahead. I just do you think Insomniac's going to have a mature rated Wolverine game? Because that's what made Origins really good because it was like super violent. I think. With Spider-Man, you can get away with it being sort of a teen teenager like yeah. thing. I don't know that that's the case with Wolverine. Um, well, I feel like the crowd you're trying to attract with a Spider-Man game is completely different than the crowd you're trying to attract with Wolverine. I still have not bought the Spider-Man games, even though I know that by all accounts, they are excellent and I would love to play them. Wolverine, especially from this developer is a day one for me. Like I'm going to get it because yeah, I'm just I guess I'm just more of an edgelord. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't even think that's necessarily true, but I mean I just love Wolverine so much. It's um, funny. I originally saw the announcement and I was like, eh, I don't know if I care that much. But as I think about like the Wolverine games I've played, I'm like those are pretty fun and I think Insomniac's an incredibly good developer. So I don't see why they wouldn't be able to make a good game. My only concern is they make it an open world game. I don't want an open world Wolverine game. I want like, I'm also so tired of open world games. I just right. want like a level based, cool ass, a nice, pretty linear game. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I'm playing With a definitive like, ending. <laughs> every single time I like play like an open world game, I just get like slightly sad because mm-hmm. it's like this. I just think about like, all right, big, big, uh, big take on John Smith's John Smith's salt take of the week. I think Ghosts of Tsushima would be an even better game if it wasn't open world. Um, from what I've played of Ghost of Tsushima, which um, unfortunately it hasn't been much because Destiny has consumed my entire life, uh, and from what I've even heard about it, you can pretty linearly play that game. Literally, uh, play that game, and it's only about as open world as you make it. Okay, I got like lost a couple times in ghosts uh, because I was just yeah. playing it and like just enjoying riding around on my horse and just doing stuff. And I like ran into a town that I should not have been in, got like yeah. immediately murdered by everything there because they were higher level than me, which instantly makes me mad because it's like, I'm this like cool ass samurai. Why am I getting beaten by like random thug because he's level 13 and I'm only level 10 or nine or whatever. Your armor is just not good enough yet. That's lame. Uh, (laughs) I found like I, I could see how that could happen because the game, while it can be linear, it doesn't give you a very easy way to like track where you're going. And they do it in a very cool way with like uh, your, you can plot where you want to go, but you have to follow the wind. Fucking literally, you have to follow the wind. Yeah. And that takes you to where you, and, uh, you know, the leaves take you to where you need to go next. Yeah. And they, I think they, they do that very smartly because uh, they want you to engage with the world while you're doing yeah. this thing. And for me, that's the kind of thing where, like, I enjoy that kind of thing. Like with Skyrim, where you get like distracted and you're like, ooh, I guess I can run this dungeon real quick while I'm busy doing this other thing. And Ghost of Tsushima seems like it's very much in that vein where it's like, oh, there's a fox. I'm going to chase it. Um, which, you know, if you if you never play that game, chase the fox. If you see a fox, find it. Follow it. Oh, but, yeah. Um, like, I'm not trying to say the quality of the game is bad. Like, the game is absolutely incredibly beautiful. The combat is super fun. The game is really, really, really good. But my... I, I went into the game with this with this men- mindset of it being like it's going to be open world and it's going to have this open world thing that always happens to me and I'm going to dislike it because of that and then it did. Yeah. So Your I issue sort is of the pacing. Mm, it's not the pacing of the game, but it's the I just don't like open world games. That's really yeah. my problem. I just I I like games that are just like go to point A to point B to point C. Like even like Fallout to a certain degree, you can just play mm-hmm. that game super linear. 
and it just gives you like direct point to point to point to point to point. Mm-hmm. And that it sometimes gets a little bit loose with that. And that's where like, I start to fall off and yeah. like far cries like that too. Like it's super cool, but sometimes it lets you go. And when it lets you go, I just fall apart. For sure. Yeah. I, I think uh, we're, of, we're definitely different on this, on this one, but I mean, yeah. you know, that's why there's so many different types of games. Uh, yeah. Why well, I like desperately wanted to like Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Two. Yeah, like I that's that wild. game blows <laughs> me away. I yeah. like, I played a bunch of it and I was like, oh my god, I love this game. But it, it's it's just so much that I like it's cannot handle it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's way too open. The like first one was like the perfect balance for me. But the thing uh, is, Red the Dead game Redemption is, was like perfectly balanced. But it's so good that I keep wanting to play it. I go back to it all the time, just trying so hard to play it more, and I just can't. Like yeah. Ghost of Tsushima, I absolutely will finish. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna wait. I'm holding out for a PC version. I really want to play it on that. I think it would be outrageous to play it on a PC, especially with the graphics just fucking super cranked. Yeah. Uh, so I'm waiting, but. Oh, I can't, I can't wait to finish that game. Like yeah. it's like, it's on my reserve list of games. Cause I have this weird shitty reserve list of games. I really, really want to play, but won't play. Mm. Cause I know I won't get another one for a while. So it's on my <laughs> reserve, my reserve shelf. So yeah. I'll, uh, but po- talking about reserve shelf games, Spider-Man, I really want to play it. Same problem with the open world stuff. Yeah. But the new Spider-Man looks kind of cool. I don't know if I like the fact that Insomniac's working on two Spider-Man games. Well, Spider-Man and a Wolverine game. But I mean, they're just they're crushing it completely. So I, want, I mean, I I, I, I don't want know. Sunset like, Overdrive. I, think... I want Sunset <laughs> Overdrive two so bad. Yeah. That's... I don't know. I I I have faith in them, and the the one good thing is like they don't have to iterate too hard on the Spider-Man game because they already have all the tech for it. Yeah. Also, now they're before just any, making more. Before anyone calls me out and says Sunset Overdrive is an open world game, that game is very short and it is very direct on what you do in that game. So <laughs> I remember like a lot of buzz about that game when it first came out, but uh, I never got into it, which is unfortunate. It is incredibly goofy and very weird and very funny. Uh, I have not. It reminded me a lot of the Saints Row games, um, which I. Again, open world game, but like I never had a problem playing Saints Row. But I think it's because that game is so stupid. Stupid and, like, and uh, open world games definitely help. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like when you can just like like faff around and just do some really stupid shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like upgrading your. I got so obsessed with upgrading your car in Saints Row. <laughs> I would do the <laughs> dumbest shit, and then like make my car worth like billions of dollars, and then drive it off a cliff. Yep. Sometimes not even on purpose. Except for the new uh, ones where they made you a superhero and nothing mattered and you never drove cars anymore, which is really sad. That's weird. I, I, yeah, I, I think I only played like the first two Saints Row games. Oh, yeah. Um, Saints Row 3? They, in Saints Row 4, you basically become like a god and you can like fly and do all sorts of shit. And once they did that, it like lost some of the uh, the, the the passion for the game because you just were too powerful. Like, I will say... Nothing beats the moment. I think it's Saints Row 3. You are on a plane and you jump out of the plane and they just start fucking playing Kanye West and you're just killing people. And it's the coolest fucking moment in a video game. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And they're like, we're fucking Saints Row, goddammit. Wow. Uh, Uncharted for PC. Hell yeah. <clears throat> very excited. Uh, never never played an uncharted game get the uh, fuck out of here what the <laughs> hell i told you man like i haven't really playstation real hard what? since the ps2 so For that that's a, fucking a big titanfall? hole in haven't played yeah. titanfall haven't no, played, I played uncharted. titanfall i played what? titanfall i did not play titanfall 2 titanfall 2 yeah and you didn't play yeah. uncharted Dude, Uncharted no. is incredible. I'll be honest yeah. with you, I would not be a PlayStation fan if it wasn't for Uncharted. Well. Like, those games really, like... Like, I had an Xbox and I had a PS3. And, like, I, like, casually played the PS3 every once in a while. And then I played Uncharted and, like, my whole fucking world changed. 
Yeah. Um, how much of that can you get on the PS5? How many Uncharted games? Or is it all b- based on PlayStation? Uh, they- I messed up the other week and I called it PlayStation Plus, but it was PlayStation Now that I was referring to. Uh, so a little thing where it's you basically have to stream the older games because PlayStation 3 games are built in such a way that they can't be reproduced on PlayStation 4 or whatever the hell. I just don't understand. I don't understand, but uh, I will look that up later. But I, I that's definitely one of the ones I'm going to need to get to is that whole series. And because you can just play those like a like a movie, right? Like they're not incredibly long or whatever uh, or uh, like grindy. You just play yeah. through the story and, and enjoy that. So this is just Uncharted Five, Uncharted Four, and uh, the Lost Legacy, mm-hmm. uh, the expansion for it, um, and it was really fucking good. Um, I'm sad that it's not the rest of the games, but there's so many different ways to play those games. Do you have a PS4? No. Oh, do you want me to just mail you mine? No, <laughs> no, I'm good. Uh, if if I, I'm sure I can find a way to play them on the PS5. Um, oh well if you can't i'll just send you like literally i don't care i'll send you my my ps3 on my ps4 it's fine oh. <laughs> okay <laughs> like i i really want you to play those games and i would i would be totally fine with sending you that so you can my list them. is getting so much longer of yeah, these well, games you know. that i need to play it's true you, I, but i mean they're dude, all games if i had time i would play them yeah you got six yeah. months of fucking one season in destiny you could take a fucking week break bud you're right that's gonna have to happen um like nothing is changing in destiny i watched uh paul tassi talk about destiny's future right now and he's like they gotta do a fucking another season's pass or something like three months down the road because if not people are gonna be real bored the artifact is the only if we're gonna get we, we can get into destiny in a little bit but there's definitely like something they could do to adjust at least like the end game grindy stuff um about halfway through the season that would be a huge help um yeah what else happened on the PlayStation Showcase? Are we done here? Forspoken looked uh, cool. They announced the new Gran Turismo, which looks pretty good. Uh, but with Gran Turismo, like the game looks great, but it's really about like the feature package of what they have and yeah. what cars they have. Uh, I also like I've kind of fallen off the Gran Turismo stuff. Like I loved playing Gran Turismo three, but then after that, like I've just been a Forza guy whenever I play yeah. racing games, uh, mostly because they're a, so you're like a, you're an expat. Uh, yeah it's mostly because of how like casual those games are you can just pick them up and just play you can just race around and do whatever uh you know like i like to get my my car and just drive around in my own car i got a like i have a wrx i'm just driving around i'm like look at me i'm britney and i run it off the road (laughs) i'm britney look i'm doing tippity taps with my feet look at me i'm britney project eve seemed interesting uh they they showed off uh, a new uh, Square Enix game. I I don't know how I feel about Forspoken? it. Forspoken? Is that the one? Yeah. They did like some voiceover that like didn't sound great. I don't know. Like they were trying to like pull like a, we're like Uncharted. But like the Nathan Drake stuff is like so good. And I don't yeah. think anyone can have that kind of snarky commentary during a game. I think it's, I think it's really hard to replicate that. And they're trying to. And I doesn't work very well also they announced a new god of war which i cannot wait for i'm super yeah that looked that looked like top to bottom every bit of that looked awesome and it's like man i because i didn't get all the way through god of war i just got caught up um but man i i'm i'm going to pick up on that um i might if if nothing else i'll save it right before ragnarok comes out but i'm going to be playing that did you see the did you see the drama of God of War versus like the Xbox versus PlayStation stuff that was going on? It's pretty funny. Yeah, the boat. The, the so, boat. Like, yeah, the animations are similar. <laughs> yeah, just... so some uh, some Xbot. I'll I'll actually make fun of them for once. So uh, someone was like, "Oh yeah, real real good quality work here." Uh, look at they're using the animation for Kratos getting into the boat, and it just like, shows like from the trailer uh, a side by side of. Uh, kratos from god of war and then kratos from ragnarok uh pushing into the boat to get in and uh just the entire the whole internet just destroyed him for it oh my god uh, you know people were like arguing over it i was like come on like is this where we're at with video games now like you need to like micro analyze trailers to be like oh my playstation sucks compared to my xbox come on right. like so i have does the questions. game look good play it <laughs> it do look good um 
uh, two questions, two points that I wanted to bring up about God of War. Um, So, well, first was they are, I guess this is the finale of the uh, Norse mythology saga for God of War. So it's a two shot. Yeah. Well, that's what I heard. I, I, I could source it, but I mean, if you care enough listener, you source it. But that's what I'm hearing is that like, uh, yeah, this is going to be it for that whole saga. Well, that would make sense, especially since they're trying to set up like Kratos' son to be potentially like the next big thing or whatever happens. Like, I don't think Kratos makes this game or Kratos. Really? I don't think so. Interesting. I, I still don't know like the way the first one wrapped up. So I don't know, like story wise, what, what happens. I don't why remember. the hell a Greek God dude is there in the first place. I have no idea yeah. why any of that. It's all very cool and interesting to me, but well, um, they introduced the Norse God of war in this one. So tear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they show him in the trailer standing up all huge, like 10 feet tall or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I, also, just, dude, did you see after the trailer they released the pictures of Thor? Yeah. And it's just it's just like the idealized version of myself that I've always I, I was uh, like, what the fuck? I was like, how do they what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, they, he's just a big old chunky like redhead, and it's just like, man, this is this is this is it. I'm growing my hair back out. I'm going to be this man. I, um I'm very stoked for this game though. I'm I'm considering letting myself play it on PS5. That's like not even playing it on PS4 because I was going to play it on the four, but I might yeah. wait for the five whenever, whenever that moment in my life comes around that I have access to a five to play it. I will say the PS5 plays uh, the original God of War, like not the original, but uh, 2018, 2017 God of yeah, War. Something like that. Uh, that one. You know what I'm talking about, listener. It plays that one beautifully. Uh, it, it plays it at 60 frames, which is what you need. And um, yeah. yeah, everything looked great. Other question I had was, did so he it looks like in the new trailer he's got his uh his chain sword thingies. Ah, uh, yeah. So did he get? Did he? It was always just the axe in the first one, right? It's that kind of sucks because, like in the game, there's like this. They like hint at it a couple times. Where like, uh, I think his name is Atreus. 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 Atreus yeah. like tries to like look underneath like this like floorboard in the in the house, and Kratos is like, "Don't look there! Don't look there, boy!" And you're <laughs> that's like, a good oh. impression. You're like you're like, what? What is? What's? What's he hiding? And then like later on in the game, Kratos is like, "I I need I need them back!" And he like goes back to the house like, shh, 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 shh. and then he like pulls over the rug and then fucking. Oh fuck! And he pulls out the chains, and you're like, "Oh, what?" He's like, "Oh, time to fuck shit up with the chains." Yeah, so you get the chains of chaos back. So that's Ugh. in the first game, or is that in? Yeah, no, no, okay, it's in the cool. first game. It's like maybe like three fourths the way through the game, and you get them. Like, yeah, man, I was like fucking like nostalgia reigns. Just hype. Second, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I love all the God of War games. I've played every one of them from the the day they come out. I just yeah burn through them uh i remember god of war 2 my friend and i stayed up for like 36 hours and just played the entirety of god of war just beam straight through it yeah from point a to fucking z yeah i uh my favorite one was ghost of sparta for the for the psp Ooh! oh my god super super well made like I forget the developer, but man, they made some really cool decisions with that game. And oh, it's like literally one of my favorite God of War games. But I think about those games all the time and they're super good. Stories not the best sometimes. I struggled a little bit with the new God of War because they're kind of shitty to some characters. But they got a lot of a lot of really like cool writers for the new God of War Ragnarok, so I think that kind of stuff might be a little bit less cringy. Yeah. But I was like playing through what I got through of that God of War, I was kind of surprised how like measured they were with what is essentially like the master chief of PlayStation. Like he was, he did not come off as cheesy or anything like for a, such a larger than life character that had this reputation of just being like the most masculine of bullshit oh, yeah. men, well, whatever. Don't the worry, there's plenty of that in the other games. So if you look yeah, around definitely. a little bit, and you I mean, can like, definitely I'd, see I'd some been around bad stuff. 
Yeah, I'd been around. Like, yeah, I think there was like a, a some kind of scene where you could pork this lady. Uh, but like, oh, yeah. and like, <laughs> oh, like, like five games they did that. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But, uh, but I mean, like, he was like such a. Uh, he's a very, very good character, and like, like the performance. Uh, is it the same voice actor? That is, has it always been the same voice actor, I or did they so, get a new yes. one? No, I believe it's the same voice actor. Yeah, he. He. I mean, yeah, just the work that they do, like that they did on this one, is just really good and I, i'm excited to get back into it the moment i'm free uh and i can actually play this one i might i, I don't know i gotta i gotta work up like a priority list of games uh at this point um, oh titanfall right, 2 pretty... just to touch on titanfall 2 really quick i guess the yeah. server hack wasn't so bad so you can play it it's not a okay yeah uh we haven't talked about it since last time but yeah there was a bit of a server hack there and uh like right when i downloaded the game it was like wait don't play it because they might be able to steal all your information yeah. um yeah so we'll we'll be getting that one's gonna get adjusted back up high on the priority list for me to at least play through the campaign yeah um so what are you playing right now it is just destiny right now yeah. i am i'm so hard like mainlined destiny and a big part of it was trials of osiris last weekend yeah, I heard a um, lot of really good stuff coming out of like the world about Trials of Osiris to a point where I was like, man, I kind of want to play. So Trials of Osiris, if you don't know, is like sort of the end game um, weekend, almost tournament based, I guess, um, player versus player environment. So. Uh, and it's also would, where you can get some of like the most competitive uh, like guns in the game. Um, I would say that uh, Trials of Osiris is kind of a mode that a lot of shooters should just have. Like it's it's a mode that attracts. It's supposed to attract the most highly skilled players. Yeah, and it, it's elimination. It, and they add specific challenges to make it so that skilled players should work together as a team to do the best that they can to make it through uh, a certain amount of matches to do what's called a flawless run. And that's like the goal of it is to get flawless and there's rewards. Your boy, your boy done, done got his first flawless this weekend, but, but the rewards for it are cumulatively great by doing flawlesses. You get better weapons and things. And I've heard they made it, They've, they've they have changed adjusted a everything. Lot. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I'll, I'll I'll fill you in here. Um, so they made changes in such a way that before this past weekend, um, it was almost a joke of a mode how few people played it, um, because like it was especially on PC, it was rife with cheaters, and the, on all platforms, it was rife with like account recoveries. Which, uh, a real quick aside on account recoveries. A game has a thing that you want, but you are incapable of doing it. So you pay someone to hop on your account and achieve that task so you can get the loot or whatever, uh, the, whatever the thing you want is. So Bungie banned account recoveries, which, you know, they're all, you're always still going to be able to get an account recovery, but at least uh, you can't get on a, a thing and a streamer is going to be like, all right, today I'm doing 15 account recoveries and I'm about to make yeah. a shitload of money and uh whatever um i'll be doing i'll be doing uh paid carries as well uh while i'm you know killing two birds with one stone but anyway um so they it it, like just the the combination of them doing all of this and then redefining like the loot table and how loot is like earned and they also made it matchmaking now so you don't have to come in with pre pre put together teams yeah so with all of this they just made it so much more friendly to casual players or just like they just made it playable finally yeah <laughs> and uh they uh i saw some charts and stuff of like how this is the most played that this mode has ever been in destiny 2 and it closed in on destiny 1 numbers within the first day as well um they also made and, it cross platform correct like the trials um, mode is so cross platform. The entire game is cross play. You cannot play 
in a you will never match make with a pc if you are on console unless you are playing with someone who is a pc player if you're yeah. playing destiny if john is playing destiny on the play on the xbox and i'm playing it on the pc we make a fire team we are automatically in the pc matchmaking pool if john is playing it on a playstation and i'm playing it on an xbox then we will just be in the shared console matchmaking pool so that's the way it works okay um so you'll never that's really smart because that definitely is why the pool was so increased because so many people can just play on whatever that it just instantly makes everything easier yeah, I mean, that helps that and like them making like, I wouldn't jump. I wouldn't like it was before it was a waste of time. If you wanted to hop in the playlist to get loot, you'd have to win essentially, you know, three, then five, then seven matches and, you know, go flawless to actually make it worth your time. Now you just being in the playlist is profitable. <laughs> I'll call yeah. it like, well, you'll, like you'll earn loot by being there. Like to give you the example of what would happen because so they, they eased up a little bit a while ago and they made it so that you could earn tokens by just completing challenges. And one of those challenges was just to do matches. So people would literally just jump off a cliff. They would start Mm -hmm. the match immediately jump off the cliff to end the match as soon as possible because people didn't want to play trials to earn rewards in the way that Bungie originally thought. Because yeah. the problem is, is like what we were saying before, where this is a mode that's specifically targeted towards the most skilled. It's it's the end game PvP event. It's so raids it's, for PvP. Exactly. It's a raid. So because of that, anyone who wants some kind of gun that might be in that content, they didn't want to interact in the way that Bungie had it originally set up. So... They just did what they could to earn the gear that they could and then just bounce. And yeah. it didn't. And now it's like meaningful to sit in there. Like yeah. when I didn't, when I wasn't playing with my friends, I was just solo queued and playing with randoms. And there's like, obviously there's some matchmaking crap right now where like you'll, you can run up against a bunch of three stacks. And if you're solo players that aren't talking to each other, you're not communicating and trying to win, then you're just going to get stomped. But I mean, there were several situations where like, you know, I'd be solo queued with two other people who are solos as well. And I'll look and they're, they've been playing the game for seven years and they're just, they're gods at the game. So me and, and these people can whoop a team's ass that, yeah. you know, are communicating and stuff just cause I mean, there are certain players that can carry the game by themselves as long as they got some people, you know, getting some bullets out of their way. Like, yeah, like, but I don't know. Uh, and you know, I was, I racked up so, like, you can and you can target farm certain guns now every week. So yeah, like I, I must have unlocked like twenty messengers and I still didn't get the role I wanted. But I had fun the entire time doing it because yeah. like that's the thing for me. I want to farm the guns I like, and even if I'm not getting it, like I'm st- I, I'm still making progress. And like they, uh, without nerding out too much harder about it, I think they fucking crushed it. And I'm looking forward to playing trials every single weekend that it's available now which it will not be on Iron Banner weeks. Yeah. So like they're not they're trying not to like dilute the player pool on any of those. And you know, they're going to be doing some experimental features with with that coming up like they're adding different game modes. So it's like yeah. the Crucible ads are going to be doing um trials but for like a capture the flag version of trials, which is going to be pretty neat. Oh, that's um, so because sick. Yeah, because like objective, like especially like on the higher end, like when you hear people talk about this, like objective based game modes are they do so much more. Uh, there's so much more dynamic, and um, like with elimination modes like this, you get you benefit a lot by just essentially camping and waiting for the clock to run down. Yeah, um, forcing so someone like, to move. Exactly. Uh, so you're not you're not incentivized to move in an in a uh, elimination game mode. But when you add things like objectives into it, it creates a much more dynamic and fun game. Yeah, uh, a fun would, game mode. So I would argue I'm excited to see what they do. It's the reason why things like Valorant and Counter Strike are successful because you can't just sit around and do nothing. You have to actively yeah, you gotta move. pursue pursue an objective, and if you don't do the objective, you lose. So. Exactly, and uh, th- I mean that opens it up to like not everybody has to just be a pure slayer. They can be like a, a more of a field general, or they can 
um you know you can there's a lot more you can do more with strategy and say you don't have the best aim but you have a very good game sense um you could get a lot done and you could be a very valuable player yeah and not it's not just all about how good you are at clicking heads or whatever so i'm excited i I, i'm excited to see the future of it and it seems like they give a shit (laughs) which is so good yeah uh, uh, i had so much fun this past weekend for sure i'm i'm considering going back i did start playing a couple games and they've got me kind of hooked pretty hard so Mm -hmm. i don't know if i'll be able to play much destiny this this season but -hmm. it's also really long so i'm kind of just taking my time i'm definitely coming yeah. back for bungee week or bun- when the 30th anniversary stuff comes i'll 100 yeah. percent be there like i have to be there that stuff looks so cool i cannot yeah. wait but i started playing um shimagami tensai's nocturne the hd remaster for ps4 mm-hmm. um i had i was gonna play it on ps2 uh but then i just realize that the hd remaster was out it has a bunch of dlc content that i don't have on this version of the game and i don't really mind it makes it so i don't have to bust out the ps2 and like hook everything up and i can play it on any one of my tvs so i i picked it up and yeah a wire with a wireless controller <laughs> yeah well i have a wireless ps2 controller but oh fancy yeah it's <laughs> big clunky piece of garbage, but you know, they didn't have like the wave bird for the GameCube. No, the wave bird's like perfect. I love wave birds. Yeah. I have two of them <laughs> and they're the best. Uh, but so I picked that up and I've been playing that a little bit. And then I also, I got violently addicted to Hades mm. and I've been playing that a ton. You playing it on the series S. Oh yeah. It's so, it's, it's incredible. It's so easy to just pick up and play. If I get frustrated, I just turn on God mode and I just run God mode so I can just do a bunch of runs in the game. And what God mode does is it increases your defense every time you die. So you yeah. can just do like quick runs and then I'll turn it off. if I want to challenge myself and it's like so casual and so fun and I love it. It's just a good way to like just blow off some steam and play like, you know, a couple hours of a video game and not worry about like anything else. And the story Hades is, is definitely another one on the list for me. Holy shit. The story is incredible. Like, so they do this thing that I love, which is that every single time you run the, the, the gambit and you get popped out when you die, there's always different dialogue. All the characters say different things. They talk to you about different things. They talk to you about the things that happen to you. If you interact with like a, uh, a boon, which are these things you, you collect to like give yourself powers. Mm-hmm. If you interact with a boon, like characters will comment on it. Like absolutely crazy. Like the amount of work that was done in this game. Like I'm a huge fan of uh super giant games. Like transistor is probably, I would say one of the most, one of my favorite games I've probably ever played. I love it. I've played Transistor probably like seven times. Um, but this is like like that, but the combat's like way better. And it's, hmm. oh my God. It's just, it's just a fun game. I know like it's overhyped and everyone in the planet's like, oh my God, Hades is the greatest game ever. But if you have a chance to play it, it's really good. It's super easy to just play for like five, 10 minutes and then put it down or play it for like six hours and completely forget about everything you're supposed to do that day. It's on Game Pass, so you're not losing yeah. anything if you already got Game Pass. So yeah, yeah I'm highly I, recommend. It's, it. I, it's downloaded to my Xbox right now. I just still have not given it a go, but uh, it's that one's on the priority list for sure. Um, uh, is that all you've been playing that in Magic the Gathering? Of course. Oh uh, yeah, like I said before, tomorrow is uh, Innistrad Day, so I'll be out picking up the new Innistrad set. I got two boxes on pre-order for myself. I'll be picking up some set <laughs> boosters. Uh, yeah. so yeah, it's going to be really exciting. A couple of my friends are coming over and I crack packs. I can't wait. Nice. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, my daughter's birthday party this weekend. So we're having family oh. and friends over. Oh yeah. It's my so wife's birthday too. So we're going to have a birthday party yeah. as well. Oh, fun. Yeah. I'm just partying this weekend, dealing with some of this, this beautiful weather that we're having the trailing summer weather. Still sticky and gross here, but we have all our fall decorations up. <laughs> yep. Um, I uh, turned uh, off the AC and immediately felt the temperature rise. I was like, oh, come God on. damn it. There it goes. No. Um, I guess to wrap up, I have not been doing too much more than obviously Destiny. I'm going to be playing a lot of Destiny this weekend. I'm on vacation starting now until Whoa. like 
the 20 oh man i don't even know uh let me look at a calendar the 27th i don't know oh, is shit. when i yeah <laughs> so i'm about to be uh play, like, playing a lot of games so i might actually have some time to slip in a couple of these games um uh, you know you remember how last week <laughs> last week i said um man i want that master chief controller really bad yeah but i why would i need two elite controllers what what possible use could i have for two elite controllers i mean i guess i could get the master chief one but maybe i'll just wait for the elite series three to come out john could you guess what i did oh i saw what you did i just bought another elite controller <laughs> no. good job i and i it's i i i had like i have good boy bucks at work that i i call them that they're, that's not what they're called but for like you know, uh, I'll get like, uh, I think it's called achievers points or something, but yeah. I can use those towards different things. And um, I ended up with like 150 of them, uh, 150 bucks worth of like Microsoft points. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I'll just get it. Like I I'm, went to go buy the Master Chief controller and I was like, it's not there, but you know what? I'm just going to get another Elite because these things are prone to falling apart anyway or something to go say, wrong. So I, now I, I'll, I just have, in, I'll always have one. I'm in the market for an Elite controller if you want to offload your old one. Well, the thing is, now I have one for my Xbox and one for my PC. Oh my God, you're so funny. And I don't have to sync them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say. And also, I, well, I can, I can actually, um, uh, I can actually probably get you one for pretty, for pretty cheap if you do want, a, want another one. I think we should, because have a, I I'm, think we should have a conversation about that. I think I do. We'll take this I'm, off here, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, they're fucking. I I I do love the controllers, and like I, I know a lot of people have complained about like parts of them like breaking, but they're they're pretty great. And uh, if one breaks, I I just bought the warranties for both. I didn't just buy, but I have warranties on both, so like yeah. I'll never be without one. If one goes bad, then I'll just send it in, and I'll have one in the meantime, and they'll send me a new one. So like. I got to tell you, I had an Elite controller and I loved it. I used it all the time and then it it died unceremoniously and I was very sad about it. But I resigned myself to mouse and keyboard. But then I got the Series S and the more I play it, the more I think about that Elite controller and the more I miss having one and it's like, oh, that Series God. S controller is great though, man. Like I don't disagree with if you. If it had paddles, I would be fine. Like I I'm addicted to the paddles, man. I got to have them and I only use two. And yeah. mostly I'm using them for shooters. I needed to jump and I needed to duck. Oh, jump yeah. is on the when, right, duck is on the left. When I played Destiny with the Elite controller, like if I get another Elite controller, I absolutely will go back to playing Destiny with a controller again. I loved playing it like that. I was so much better with my hunter on all of my abilities using the controller than I ever was using the mouse and keyboard. They've ad they've adjusted the controller stuff so much too as of yeah. late with Destiny. Like you can map everything. It's like PC like keybinds level. You can do chords now. Yeah. Like if you want to do your super with like a like a A and Y, or if you want to do like a up and down on the D pad. I don't even think that's physically possible to do. But like. You know, you can any any combo of buttons or double yep. press or like hold down buttons. You can do that. So I've like I start with um, I guess I started with green thumb with Halo uh, and you can I think you can still do base green thumb in Destiny, but uh, I've adjusted several things now to where it's it's just called like the custom layout. Yeah, uh, but you can do all that shit. And um and also they've recently adjusted your like look sensitivity and stuff now. And you have like yep. an ADS modifier. They got rid of traction. So you don't have to waste a mod slot on your boots to yep. like turn right whenever you're, when you're uh, sprinting. So like they've, they've, and they've went from, they doubled the look sensitivity options. So it used to, to cap at 10. Now it's 20. So like you can look at your analog stick and your character is going to do a full 360. So like, Christ. yeah, it's they're They're, they're really making it. And that combined with like all the sandbox tuning they're I'm honestly surprised that they're not just mixing the player pools now because like they can't do it because people will get mad. Like there's nothing controller to do with players them. are controller players are competitive right now with mouse and keyboard players. Yeah, but the you're not hindered playing a controller. But the problem is like getting that conversation going is way too hard. But by doing what That's they're true. doing now, where people they suck. allow the mixed pools, mm -hmm. it eventually will get like that. I was going to say, like, it, it has to eventually, especially like 
if 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 like population lowers to a point yeah, where like that's they what need I mean. to do it. Like if they ever look at it and they say like, oh, people are waiting, you know, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes to get into a trials match, we're just gonna merge the pools. And I think like like I said, at the even at the like the medium level, like I don't think mouse and keyboard you have much of an advantage over uh over controllers anymore. So like I would say that yeah. there's still an advantage uh for mouse and keyboard. But there's both. I there's, think there, there is I, on both sides now. Yeah, yeah. I think that there are concessions to be made for controller players and how much they have versus a mouse and keyboard movement wise. It is, it is two points. Uh, it is with mouse and keyboard, you can do a full 360 whip around, and you you're you can look around faster than you can with more precision than you can with a with a with a with a with your thumbs. With yeah. a controller, you have reticle friction, and that is a huge one. That's or magnet bullet magnetism. Uh, I forget what they call it. Snap. Bungie have we call it reticle friction. Bungie has their own name for it that they uh, they call it. But basically, when you're when you're putting input on both thumbsticks, it will lock onto an opponent's head lightly to where it, it yeah, makes it yeah, easier it's a, to shoot. It's a snap thing. They do that in the Call of Duty too. Yeah, it's 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 pretty much like guaranteed to be in every first person shooter now. That's like a, just a baked in mechanic that I think that Bungie actually did innovate with Halo. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, so I, th- there's another nerd rant input based shit. If uh, that's one, if, if people want to start yelling at us, that's one I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll draw some ire from either mouse and keyboard lovers or controller people. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I know you got to do some cooking. Is there anything else you, uh, I think you the, wanted to say on I this? I think week? the cooking's done. I need to do the eating. Ooh, hell yeah. Yeah, gonna eat some food now. Yum. Um, I am gonna play Destiny today. <laughs> I'm gonna play some Hades. Or maybe get cool. some magic stuff done. Um Yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening yeah. to Trash Mobcast. Thanks, I uh, I appreciate all the people for listening. Thank you for recording the podcast with me as always, John. Absolutely. Also, really quick, big shout out. Again, uh, I know we shouted you out on the Twitter, but thank you for the reviews on iTunes. Super oh, yeah. mega ultra appreciate it. Yeah, if you wanted to leave us reviews, uh, just go on and do that on your your, uh, your platform of choice. Um, we would really appreciate it. It helps the show a great deal. Um, if you'd like to contact us, you can do so on Twitter at Trash Mobcast. Uh, you can reach out to me at Brandon the Bard. You can reach out to John at Hollow Schematic. Um, or you could email us. Oh, throat bubble. Oh, it's a frog. Ah! <clears throat> you can email us at trashmobcast at gmail.com. Um, and I believe that is everything. Yep. I'm good. We good. We, we good. good, you baby. Vacation time, baby. Oh we got God. birthday parties to get to. I don't got vacation right. time. Oh, I do. Yep. We both got birthday parties, though. All right, bye, guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you in two weeks.